Welcome back to The Uncomfortable Truth. I'm Alan Weiss, and I'm very happy to have Nancy McKay with me today, who I've known for longer than I want to admit, uh, but let's just say it's been at least a decade. And we've had a wonderful working relationship. Uh, and I've known Nancy since she was uh, a, a departing and retiring college professor, actually. And she's built this wonderful worldwide network. And both of us are very interested today, particularly in advising, trusted advisors, advising individuals, entrepreneurs, and so forth. Nancy, welcome to The Uncomfortable Truth. Thanks, Alan. I'm so thrilled to be here with you today. Yeah, well, it's, we always get together periodically, and it's wonderful. So, you know, we've been partnering uh, for a while now. And uh, what is your take? I mean, you have a global network of people uh, advising smaller groups. What's your take on the importance of having advisors today and people being in an advisory capacity? I, one of these things, Alan, is that we have this whole new world of COVID and it was lonely at the top for CEOs and business owners pre-COVID and now it's even lonelier at the top. So I believe that the world needs more coaches, consultants, trusted advisors because there's a huge need to support people at the top. I have found that merely by bringing people together uh, people that uh, participants would not otherwise get to meet, kindred spirits, people who are peers, kind of provides a tremendous value, uh, even above and beyond the content that's discussed and so forth. What, what have you found? First of all, I found that most people don't really even think about surrounding themselves with other people who've been there and done that before where they're headed. So they don't, they're not even aware of this concept of peer support. As you know, we both work with a whole bunch of trusted advisors in our communities, they don't get together. And yet they accept the fact that it's lonely as a trusted advisor. And then when you think about most CEOs, executives and business owners, and they have all kinds of tough problems, especially during COVID, and they don't think about, well, gee, why don't I surround myself with other people who could potentially be game changers to help me solve my problems or help me maximize my best opportunities. So it's, it's gotta be a mindset shift, especially in our exponential change world you can't just suck it up and do it yourself anymore. It just doesn't work. You're not going to win. Well, it, uh, you know, people have in, in entertainment, in uh, athletics, uh, in business, uh, you name it, uh, the best people really do use advisors uh, and they're proud to do it. And I found that uh, there's a difference between advising and coaching where coaching is very proactive. You're working on a specific need. It's usually shorter term, but in advising, you're a sounding board, you're an objective other, you can be trusted, you know, hence trusted advisor. Uh, have you found the same thing with your groups? Because your groups are, are all over the world, really. Well, I think there's learning from your peers in our peer learning groups. And then there's learning from your forum chair or the trusted advisor who's actually running your group. And I think both aspects of learning in today's world are really important. And I think what CEOs need now more than ever is you, what, how you describe trusted. These are people that can be a sounding board and be able to help them solve some of their problems in a very short period of time. It's the opposite of, I think in the old world, it was like, well, as a consultant or trusted advisor, I'll spend a whole bunch of time with you. It's gonna take a long time for me to help you because it's a tough problem. The mindset that needs to shift for trusted advisors is, if I can help someone solve a problem in 15 minutes, I'm more valuable to that person than anybody that's gonna give them an unlimited amount of time. I learned that from you, Alan, uh, in the early days of us working together. Don't waste people's time, help them solve their problems. 
Well, it must be true if you learned it from me, so I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, you have a fascinating concept, uh, which is this roller coaster of income. Uh, talk about that for a little bit. As you know, Alan, so many consultants, trusted advisors, when I get introduced to them, they will say to me, yeah, it's, it's like, that's our profession. It's feast or famine. We're on the roller coaster. And from my perspective, why is it that trusted advisors accept that or have a mindset that that's what this business is? It's, it's not about a roller coaster. In fact, I wrote just recently uh, a strategy guide on getting off the income roller coaster, how to build a predictable revenue business, because I want to shift the mindset of trusted advisors. The world needs them to step up and not have a roller coaster and to be maximizing the impact that they have with people at the top. So it's, it's a mindset shift that desperately needs to occur. Okay, before we end today, I'll make sure that we tell people how to get a hold of that or how to see that. that that's really fascinating. You, you know, um, it, it seems to me that, um, that there's a, uh, a sharing here that, uh, you know, the advisor and the, uh, the client, the advisor and the group, the advisor and your organization and so forth, uh, there's a sharing that goes on and uh, it becomes mutual development. In other words, I've seen chairs, the uncomfortable truth is that I've seen people who look at this as some kind of long, slow crawl through enemy territory. Oh, gee, I got to convince somebody to do something. I've got to bring people together. It's so difficult. But the, the reality is that if, you're, if you believe you're offering value to people, you're much more optimistic, you're much more persuasive, you're much more passionate about things. Uh, in your experience, has that been something that's easy to achieve or is it a bit of a struggle to get people to the right mindset? I think one of the, the biggest mistakes that trust advisors make is they each one of their clients as a gig. And so I hope I can make some kind of an impact and then I'm gonna move on to the next one. And I think those that are getting to this mindset of it doesn't work that way any, anymore, the pace of change is too rapid and you have clients that you're working with and why wouldn't you bring them together? And you're that person that's adding so much value because you're bringing them together. So that's step one. And then I have so many trusted advisors saying, I just do it for free. I bring my clients together because they really like that and I just do it for free. And I'm on the income roller coaster. Can you help me figure out how to make money? Well, why wouldn't you charge for any value that you're delivering? And your value as a trusted advisor, it is exponential when your clients know that you are working with a lot of other people just like them and that you have the ability to connect them so that they can be other game changers that can support them. And you ought to be monetizing that. Whether you're doing it yourself or you're partnering with a peer group organization, you need to monetize that value. You know, that, that's a great, great point. Uh, I, I have to work on monetization of value. That would be great for one of my books, right? <laughs> so. You and I right now uh, happen to be looking at each other on Zoom as we're recording this, because I, you know, when I, I talk to people, I prefer to look them in the eye, right? Uh, and what has been the impact of virtuality, of remote contact in terms of trusted advisors? Because another uncomfortable truth is that a lot of speakers, for example, who were shocked by, you know, the, the cessation of travel and the cancellation of meetings, decided they would try to speak virtually, which is eminently doable, but they'd lower their fees. And my advice to all of them was, you're as valuable as you've ever been. It doesn't matter if you're present or not. 
Well, so how has virtual reality, so to speak, affected the, the role of the trusted advisor? Well, I think it's never been easier for trusted advisors to get in front of economic buyers and CEOs and executives, and they don't have to travel. And so many of our trusted advisors who are form chairs of McCasey Forms, they had their best year ever during COVID because they really decided that they weren't going to let virtual get in the way of their ability to share their message and add value. They were going to actually accelerate their ability to get in front of hundreds of people in record time because they didn't have to travel. And this whole point about reducing your fees because it's virtual, uh, that's crazy. I, I, we recently brought on Chris Hadfield as uh, our opening keynote speaker for one of our events where we had 1,200 CEOs, executives, business owners joining us. And his speaking fee didn't change. It was virtual or live, doesn't matter. You're paying the same fee. And so part of it is having the confidence that what your message is and the impact you can have, whether you're live or virtual, in fact, virtual, you can have a much stronger impact because it's so much easier for people to be in front of you. You had 1,200 people at that uh, event. That's incredible. The world wants to see Chris Hadfield as a global audience. It was very exciting. And so, yeah. But you provide those kinds of opportunities to develop everybody, your participants, your chairs and everything. I've always thought that the ideal sort of um, trusted advisor is someone who is fearless in that uh, they can convince people that it's a, a very, it's in their own best interest to have a trusted advisor. Uh, they also have a, a fairly uh, extensive contact base where they can call people and they're recognized and they can talk about this. And, and they also um, have the capacity to uh, facilitate a group so that the group is making the points. Uh, it's the value of them talking to each other and it's not a presentation, you know, it's a conversation. What, what, what traits would you add to that or do you disagree with any of that? I think you're absolutely right. And I think that's one of the shifts that's occurring in this virtual world. For example, we shifted at McCasey Forums. We do about 70 of these events a year to bring CEOs and executives, trusted advisors together. And we shifted from people doing presentations and PowerPoints and anything which we've never really been a fan of to fireside conversations, even with the speakers that we hired. It's, it's a conversation about what is going on and we're building trust with the people in the audience and the people in the audience are learning from each other. They're asking questions, but they're learning from each other based on the questions. So it's a whole shift from I'm the thought leader, I'm the expert and I'm gonna push content at you to in the virtual world, people wanna have conversations. And I think one of the reasons, Alan, is this huge social isolation problem that's occurring. Yeah. And we knew mental health was a crisis before COVID. It's getting worse at the top of organizations and all the way through. So part of the role of the trusted advisor is to really understand that social isolation at the CEO level is a huge problem. And so as a trusted advisor one-on-one, -on -one, you can be that person that's a sounding board for them and to support them. But if you want to help solve this whole problem with social isolation, it is creating, whether it's through presentations, whether it's peer support, however you do it, but you are part of the solution of making our world a more inspiring world by bringing people together. It's a hell of a good point, Nancy. Uh, so uh, as, we, as we reach the end here, tell me something, how long has McKay CEO Forums been in existence? We started in 2005. So about 15 years, more or less. And uh, you've got, um, how many uh, participants, how many chairs? Can you share with us some of the, the numbers here? 
We have over 1,200 CEOs, executives, and business owners participating in these peer learning groups where they come together to help each other solve their problems. And then we have over 60 trusted advisors who become forum chairs by partnering with Nicasio Forms to deliver the peer learning experience. So when I, when I teach strategy to people or when I help implement strategy with clients, I tell them they should have a vision. Uh, you have a great vision. Uh, to share, share with people what it is. What do you want to do? Well, we actually call it our dream, Alan. Our dream is to populate the world with inspiring leaders. And we believe that business leaders are our best hope for making our world a more inspiring world. So that's why we all jump out of bed every morning at the Casio Forms to support <laughs> the world. That's fabulous. So I promised earlier, uh, you know, people need to hear about your roller coaster uh, and also learn how uh, I think you cite $300,000 as almost a guaranteed additional income to the current uh, businesses. Uh, talk about how you can be contacted and how they can, how they can uh, view this stuff or receive materials. Anyone interested in exploring partnering with Macasio Forms as a trusted advisor can go to mckaycertifiedchair.com. And Alan, anyone in your community that uh, wants to connect with me personally, they can reach me at nancy at mckayceoforms.com. That's great. I want to just make clear it's M-A-C-K-A-Y. Right? That's right. If they want a complimentary copy of our getting off the income roller coaster, building a predictable revenue business as a trusted advisor, they can reach out to me as well and get that complimentary copy. Well, Nancy, thank you for being with me today. Uh, I have enjoyed working with you and I still do all these years. You keep me on my toes and uh, I want to wish you continued success. Thanks, Alan. You're a huge source of inspiration for me every day and what you've done to support trusted advisors around the world is just something I'm always going to be grateful for. So thanks, Alan. Yeah, it's very generous. Thank you. Uh, folks, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.